0: Welcome, everyone. This is Modern Stalker. I'm your broker who knows the moster, Marshall Falk. I don't know why I felt the urge to do that, but I did. Nevertheless, this is actually Modern Talk. With your host, Tommy Wait. Who is I? And that wasn't a question. It was a statement. And uh, we're off and rolling. Over a month since I've done this because I don't know why. I do know why. I don't know why I said I don't know why. It's because since I've been editing these, as soon as I make a pause, I know I'm going to delete it later. So I want to just start the whole thing over or just that part of the sentence so it'll be easier for me to edit later. But then I say, um, and then I say, like, or all that stuff, and I edit it out later. And I still have like thousands in there because I put them in there so hard that they're hard to edit out. I'm in the podcast room, a.k.a. the washer and dryer and boiler room or whatever in Scott's house. And it's daytime. It's 246, but it's uh, it's pitch black in the room because I turn off the lights because it feels more podcasty. In Sock Nasty. That's the area of Myrtle that I'm in right now. And it rhymes, so I had to say it. I haven't been doing this because I've just been more busy since I met this new girl. I've been with her a lot. So anytime I have free time, I'm either editing old podcasts or preparing my website for whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, writing, I have the open mic every week. That's usually the day before the day of. And I've been doing a video for the pastor every week what else am i i have home groups which is i think i explained it before but we just we do that twice a week and then the girl is the rest of the time and it's going really great with her i like to keep it private i share everything else about my life pretty much but for some reason i've always felt to keep more of the romantic stuff more private i guess that's just my one boundary and you never know when it's going to end and you don't want to feel like it's shared too much it's her stuff too so i don't want to overshare her stuff Um, i'm sure there's other reasons that i can't think of right now i'm already sweating because it's so hot in here because the dryer was just running and it's hot in here anyway because there's no ac and it's the south so i've been busy but i want to do as often as i usually did Um, it also felt like nothing of significance was happening because i was just with the girl all the time so I can't really share that stuff, I could, but it's not interesting or important, I think, unless you're me or her. And I said, you never know when it's going to end, and that's true because all my other relationships ended, but I also don't want to think like that for an upcoming person like her, so I'm I'm not really thinking that way. I want to make everything work, so. But it's complicated because blah, 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 so. I'm probably going to cut that part out because it doesn't matter. <laughs> such a good singer dude i don't know what i'm doing with a podcast should be with a record deal where we picked up last was july 23rd or something when i did the last one and pete's friends came in town that was fun they wanted to do vacationy touristy stuff and we hadn't really done that because god we live here we could do that whenever but then if you have that mentality you just never do it people that live in new york never go to the statue of liberty and stuff i don't know if you can hear that i don't know it's dumb but i have a new bracelet i'll get to that later maybe if i think it's still interesting then but we went to a minor league baseball game that was super fun we saw the sunrise at the beach we went to a few good food places hung out at the pool with them it was a good excuse to do touristy stuff that Sunday, it was Pete's second to last Sunday, so he just told everyone at church to wear a Hawaiian shirt because it's funny and fun. And I have pictures of us wearing some of that stuff, and super funny and cool that everyone came together and was like, yeah, let's do it. And Pete and I and his two friends went to go get, I keep, you keep calling him. They're two friends because they mm-hmm. knew him first, but I guess they're my friends now as well. Anyway, so we went to Goodwill to buy shirts for the people that either didn't have one or I guess that's probably it. <laughs> they just didn't have one. So we got them one and we didn't spend that much money, but we got f- five or something Hawaiian shirts for people. And we didn't care because it I think that's well worth it because it's so funny. I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and then floral shorts. And people were like, oh, wow, Tommy, that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. Everyone says they like it. (laughs) And no one said that they liked it. I just wanted to, like, make them feel stupid for not saying it's awesome or something. Because I know it's silly, but it's so much fun to be silly. And, uh... And everyone liked it. (laughs) Yeah. No one really liked it, but I really liked it. The girl I was dating, I was. I was dating at the time, and I'm still dating. (laughs) She really liked it, so that's all that matters, too. And then a guy from Hawaii came to the service for no reason. They were just on vacation, which, why in the world would you go from Hawaii to Myrtle Beach for vacation? I have no idea. That kind of makes it even more crazy. And he brought his whole family. And then they loved it. They're like, oh, we feel right at home here. I can't believe you guys did this. This is great. His whole family seemed to like it. And it was like a God thing, I guess, that Pete picked this random week to do that. And then a guy who from literally from Hawaii, and they were like the only ones that weren't in Hawaii gear because they were wearing like Nike or whatever. But that was so great and such a fun thing. I went to this Pittsburgh pizza pub, I think it's called, or place. And I got a calzone there, which I guess doesn't make super sense because it's called pizza something. But they have Permani sandwiches, but you can't call it Permani sandwiches because Permani's trademarked and all that stuff. So copyrighted. But they have the version of that. And they have really good pizza and what else do they have like sandwiches obviously but normal sandwiches as well and they i the first thing i got was a calzone because i think i asked the, the girl what the best thing to get is and she said calzone and i got a sausage calzone and it's two of my hands it's so big i'll put a picture on my website but yeah it was crazy it's just so big it's expensive but it also pays for two of my meals and that way it's not expensive because i could only eat half i mean i could probably eat the whole thing if i wanted to in one sitting but i would rather eat it the next day and save money that way That that's really exciting that was a time i didn't realize how homesick i was but when i went in there and i saw everything pittsburgh and all the symbols that i grew up on and stuff That just really made me feel good and at home. And I got really sentimental after. I didn't know that I was homesick, but definitely feeling all this sentimentality and stuff after made me realize I was homesick. Oh, so then there was a COVID outbreak at the church and that was fun. There was a girl and a guy who just started dating. Actually, I forgot that you guys know this. I'm so rusty on podcasts already. But the girl that was catfishing me, yeah, she... I'm glad we never worked out or tried anything because I just know that the girl that I'm with now is so much better and I could tell that it wouldn't have worked out with the other girl. But anyway, around the same time, she started dating another guy in, in the church, and so he got it and then he gave it to her and then they gave it to about four or five people in the church and when they came to church they're like yeah we feel a little bit sick or no six people i think yeah we're a little bit sick and then people are like haha is it covid haha and they're like i don't know i'm vaccinated but you know haha and i just stayed away from them because it was unnecessary risk so i was washing my hands and brushing my teeth and scraping my toenails you know things to help prevent covid no i'm just kidding i don't know i felt the need to say just kidding obviously i was kidding and you guys know because you're on my podcast anyway so i stayed away from them and then they could tell that i was staying away from them and they ran after me and coughed oh sin considerate But luckily I'm super fast and super agile and super talented. Their germs couldn't catch me and I didn't get sick. So it's interesting because at least the one girl was vaccinated and she still got it. I guess, I'm guessing it was a Delta variant that kind of got through that. And she was sick for a decent amount of time. So the next week we couldn't do church because there was a COVID outbreak, obviously. And that was the week that Pete was supposed to do his message so that really stinks for him. It worked out, obviously. It always does, but he had to do a pre recorded message and then just put it online. So it stinks that he couldn't do it in a live audience, but it's cool that he got to do it in a more relaxed way, in a way, and he got to do multiple takes on stuff. And then it got really well received, he said. If it wasn't pre recorded, maybe it wouldn't have been as well received because you could promote it better or whatever. That was really cool and i I got to be there when he recorded it it was right before an open mic they did it earlier i can't remember if it was because of me or not but i'm really grateful that i could be there with him because he was there for me so many times for open mics and so the least i could do is go to his taping i'm really glad that happened and i actually got to be on one of the cameras to film him and then after that he didn't go to my open mic so that felt really good No, I didn't care at all because actually that was the first night that my girl came to the open mic. So I wanted them to meet, but it also was cool because I didn't have to (laughs) deal with them meeting each other and then also having to deal with being late in the first place because I had to do the Pete thing and then also be worried about what I was going to say and also if they're gelling and stuff. Then I went to the beach with my girl and she spotted a turtle. And the turtle looked at a place, which I wouldn't have noticed because, first of all, I didn't notice a turtle. Second of all, if I saw a turtle, I'd be like, oh, cool turtle, and then keep going. But she saw that it was a box turtle, so it didn't belong in the ocean. And so she picked it up and then there was a lady there that she was like, oh yeah, I saw some guy just throw it in the ocean and leave. What? How? First of all, I mean, I probably wouldn't have said anything because I'm a non-confrontational person, but I would be like, hey man, what did you just do? (laughs) Or I would go over and grab it because it was trying to swim out, but the waves kept crashing on it. And so we picked him up and named him Fred. And I have pictures for that, too. We walked around to find a pond that we could put him in. And we walked for over half an hour, for sure, but a long time trying to find a place to put him where he wouldn't die. The only way we found the place was, I guess, we could look on our maps and see a little body of water. We finally did that and then let him go. So we're still hoping he's alive today, little Freddy. So I don't know if I ever explained this, but the church we're at now, it used to be an old bingo hall. I don't know why that was a thing. I can't believe that was the thing for so long. It must have been something else. We always call it the old bingo hall and stuff, but it must have been also something else. Because is there bingo every night of the week? I don't know. I, I assume it would be only one night a week or something. So who knows? But So we're converting it into a church from a bingo hall. Obviously that takes some renovations we built a stage which sounds not as complicated as actually was and we're repainting everything you could smoke in there at least at one point so there's nicotine sticky jelly stuff all over the walls and crevices so we have to get that cleaned and anytime we have time you know we're supposed to be working on that The main foreman, if you will, is Scott, the guy I'm living with, and he's there all the time. And I'm looking back at these pictures now, and it's funny to see what it looks like now compared to then already, and that's only two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, I guess. Oh, man, and then there was this huge storm. Oh, man. I don't know if this story is worth keeping in here, but there was a couple critters that came into the house, I guess because of the storm, I don't know. But it was a palmetto bug, and it looks like a big cockroach. And I'm pretty sure they're harmless, but it's just gross. I think that happened to me in this room a couple podcasts ago where I found one, but it never came in the house. And so I was freaking out. I don't want to be sleeping and find that in the sheets or something. That would freak me out. I try to live and let live in that aspect of those things. Being in the house, little spiders, it's cool. You'll stay in your corner probably and it'll be all good. But it's just a big cockroach. I don't want that. That'll go anywhere. I didn't know what to do, so I got a bowl and he happened to run out from behind the couch and I put the bowl on top of him. And then I didn't know what to do after that. Okay, at least it's contained, but I don't know what to do. I left it there and then I put a Clorox. (laughs) Now I'm feeling my back. Is there something on me? Just because we're talking about it. Clorox cleaning wipes on top of it to hold it down so he can't crawl out somehow. And just to make sure Scott knows that I put that there on purpose and to not just pick it up because it looks so weird that you'd pause before you just picked up a bowl. So I left it there a day or something, and then finally I was home when he was home, and he was like, is it big? Yeah, it's big enough for, I don't feel confident that if I smashed it, it would kill it right away. And I didn't know if it would just bounce off the exoskeleton, he would just keep running. <laughs> I didn't want to make him mad or I don't know. So I just wanted him to be gone and over with. He was feeling real brave for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take care of it and he didn't have anything with him. He just went over there and raw-dogged it. He just picked, (laughs) as soon as he picked up the bowl, it darted behind the the couch. Oh, whoa! And he's, oh, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a cockroach That's a palmetto bug thing. I didn't know it was that. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know exactly what it was. (sighs) So then I was trying to find it behind the couch, but I couldn't find it. Okay, I just have to live normally, I guess and just be silently stressed until it gets figured out. Chango will get it, which is his cat. And so I was just staring at Chongo all night. Hey, you want to like, look around or anything? But nothing happened. And then finally, a day or two later, Chango got the thing. And then there was a huge spider just chilling in the kitchen. My goodness. I don't know if I've ever seen a spider this big in person. And I had the thought again. I don't want that crawling around me in my bed and in my room. It feels hairy and stuff. Bro, I don't want that. Frick. I grabbed my shoe and I got close to it and then I threw it at it. And luckily I was accurate enough and I hit it. And then as soon as I threw it and I saw I hit it, I just ran away. Oh my gosh, that is so gross. And then there was guts and I was not okay with that so i didn't know what to do but i didn't want to mess with it anymore at least it can't get me now so i left it there for a day or something and i hope scott didn't see it and be annoyed but he never said anything anyway so i finally picked it up with a paper towel and the guts are all dried and i didn't know what to do about that so the guts are still there uh but i picked up the crunchy spider and oh that was a terrible experience i wish i had a better ending but that was that's what happened anyway so i have a i have a picture of that clorox with the bowl on top and that's what made me think of that i don't know if that's interesting my big vice and thing that's gonna make me go broke is eating food i just love eating out man so much and there's this one place where i went and it's called brisket. So obviously it's a barbecue place and I got there at the same time a family of four got there, four or five and the woman was first, the rest of her family was behind her and she opened the door and she let me go in and (laughs) there's like more nuance to it. So I was sitting in the parking lot for some reason and I didn't go in right away and then I saw someone pull up and so I better get out. So by the time I got out, the mom beat me to the, but I didn't want to be one of those people that ran in front of someone else. So you got to accept what is, don't be that person. You're just, I like being a more open person and not blocking someone from doing something. And even if you do do that, <laughs> even if you do do that, it doesn't always make for a better experience. I I try to do what I think is right and more accepting and more inclusive and even if it is a worse experience at least I know I'm still a good person (laughs) or I did the thing that I strive to do that's the better way to say it so she got there first and whatever it's cool and she opened up the door for me to go in and I was like oh thank you and then it's a really small place to stand to wait to be seated and then someone finally came over and I was in front of them because they let me in first. And then they're like, how many or, or whatever? And I was like, oh, yeah, they were here first. And she's like, oh, no, it's OK. It's OK. Really? You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have one. And the the bar was full. There was literally not a chair. And she sat me down at this table for probably four, I guess. It was the last table there. And then I heard the, the hostess say to them, oh, it'll probably be an hour and a half oh my gosh no how did that happen how is it i get seated right away and the next people are an hour and a half that's crazy and so i felt really bad about that but what am i gonna do now so i just tried to enjoy it as much as i can and there be on their behalf i don't even know if they stayed they probably went to a different place everywhere is just so short staffed i think i talked about earlier Why is everything so slow or something? I can't remember exactly what I said, but it is everywhere short-staffed. and I actually considered doing a part-time thing at the Pittsburgh pizza place because I feel bad that I'm not contributing to the staff shortages. I could be working more. I would be exhausted and it's hard because I don't have a set schedule for the church now. Sometimes they need things last minute and they need me to do something. And if I'm at work, I obviously can't do it. So I could get a job, but I also think it'd be kind of a detriment to the church. And that's my first priority since that's the reason I'm here and everything. But I was considering going to the Pittsburgh place because what better place than a Pittsburgh place? And it's so Pittsburgh. It's not one of those places... I don't know if any of you guys know, but there's a lot of quote-unquote Pittsburgh bars that you can't tell unless you're from Pittsburgh and you could spot any Steeler emblem or Penguin's logo anywhere. But this place is so undeniably Pittsburgh that it's so nice to just be in there and this would be a cool place to work every day. But they were online saying we need every position pretty much and they even had paper applications there when I got there one time. Wow, no one even does paper applications anymore, so they must really need blah, blah, blah. I'll do it at the end if I feel it's a good place to work still. I'll sit at the bar, and at the bar you could see into the kitchen, and the the waitresses pick up the food and bring it out. And they fought, (laughs) felt like every five, ten minutes, uh, about, oh, you're not doing this, or you're you're not helping me out, you're being a bad, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't want to work here if the work environment is not good. I'm glad I gave it a shot, but I'm even more glad that I paid attention enough and know when to say no to some things. And that's another thing. There's some people from the church that are being super sweet and nice, oh, I heard this job or I know a guy here and blah, blah, blah. And they're saying jobs that won't be fulfilling to me. And at this point, I'm going to need a job, like a real, I need money soon. So I might have to bite the bullet and do something that's just anything. But I, I don't want to do something where I get forced to do something for a long time that I don't want to do because I feel obligated for whatever reason. That sounds so terrible. But anyway, we'll see, dude. So I think I updated you. I told you guys about Pete's girl, and that's so awesome, that whole story. And so he after he left here, he went to Michigan to visit his girl, and the day after he got there, I texted him, hey, man, how's it going? And he said, it's not really what I expected, but it's fine or something like that. And I was like, oh, no, that bums me out like, insanely. And then right after he texted that and I read it, he FaceTimed me and they were cuddling. <laughs> and oh, thank goodness. They're just kidding. They built such a good foundation through text and FaceTiming that they just had good chemistry from the get go and that was, that's so great to know and hear. She ended up getting COVID somehow. She probably got it from Petco or something and then gave it to him. So he had to actually stay a few extra days and ended up being there nine days, which is great because he got to be with her more, but also bad because he got COVID and stuff. But yeah, so that, that's a really fun, cool update, <laughs> hopefully. Jake Muskie, you guys know him. He sent me a video that his friend sent to him of someone's car with a Tommyweight.com magnet on it. <laughs> and I think it was the Baratkas, which probably not a lot of people know who that is on the podcast because they weren't on the podcast. But they're friends that I gave them about a year ago. It looks really ratchet because I guess they put it through the car wash and I told them not to do that but I know it's hard to remember but (laughs) either way if they still have it there that's crazy crazy cool so the first day that the pastor told me we were gonna do videos every week and he's like what do you think 80 dollars 80 bucks that's a million dollars to me right now that's awesome and maybe in retrospect I should have bargained a little bit because that's what you're supposed to do but it's also a church so who knows But anyways, he paid me that day when I agreed to do it and we didn't even shoot anything yet. He's like, yeah, maybe next Tuesday we'll start it. And okay, you don't have to pay me now, but that's cool. I guess I was feeling myself and excited. I had $80 and my vice is food, so I was going out to lunch. And it's not even like a huge expensive place or anything. It's called walk ons It's a bar and grill. I got an appetizer obviously an entree and then i got dessert too because it was a crispy cream bread pudding i love crispy cream so i just need to try this because it's so unique and so it ended up being forty dollars with tip so i spent half of my <laughs> day's earnings on the lunch aka the whole week's earnings pretty much so that was really dumb but it was really fun so back to the bracelet thing i Accidentally broke my bracelet that I had on for two years straight over two years when we went to the minor league game I reached my hand under the fence to ask for a ball And when I pulled my hand back my bracelet got caught on The fence and ripped it and I was crushed dude. It was made by a kid from church We became really close And I think he was 12 at the time when he made it and it says TommyWaite.com and morse code and I think that's so cool and cute. And it's funny to say, oh, my 12-year-old fan made this. It says tommywhite.com, that kind of thing. And it was just such a part of me. I literally never took it off except for once on accident. I was wearing gloves, and I took off the glove. It came off, and then I put it right back on. I only took it off once in two years. And then I told that to my girl, and then she got me a, another bracelet. So that was nice, sent so the one you may hear clicking and whatnot. But so I, I, as soon as I did it, I asked them, hey, can you make me another one? And so they sent me another one, and I have it on now, and that makes me so happy. And I need to post about it because they did that really nice thing. Man, so this is an example of me having to drop whatever I'm doing, do stuff for the church, even simple stuff. And I was talking to my girl about how if I ever get in a position to get an assistant, I'm going to do that and have no problems with it because... There's so many little things that get in your way just as a person in general that takes you away from doing what you actually want to do, be productive or even just relax. And so me being basically assistant right now, like an intern, meaning I have to do anything that the pastor says pretty much. I'm basically his assistant. So I've doubled the little things, little but time-consuming things that a person has to do so I have my own stuff and then I have his stuff and of course he doesn't make me do every single little time-consuming thing that he has to do but anything that he thinks I could handle or whatever this is a story that I will try to say concisely but it's confusing and convoluted so basically he went out of town and he gave me the church credit card and the church key and his house key and his garage opener. The house key garage opener was for me to cut his grass, and the church key was if I needed to get something in there, obviously, and then the church card is if I needed to buy anything for the church. I had all those things, and he was gone like a week, and he said, hey, we're going to be home later today. It'd be great if you could drop off those four things for me at the house so they're there when I get there. I was like, cool, and then I had my parents coming in town that day. Okay, I want to do this, get it out of the way, so then when my parents come, I could be with them and stuff. I decided to go straight to the pastor's house to drop off the things that I did have because I knew I put it in the back seat. When I went to grab his house key, went under and between my cushions of my back seat, and I didn't know that could happen. That was very big news to me. So that scared me and probably at least 20 minutes trying to get it from between the cushions. Man, I I didn't have my hair up. It was everywhere. I put a hat on. My hair was still on my face because I was looking down so hard, and I was so hot and sweating. It was extra hot that day, and it was crazy. I got to take a break. He has one of those ring cameras, so if you put off the motion thing, he'll see that you've been there. All I had was the key and the garage door opener, so I wanted to put the garage door opener on there but I knew if I did that he would see that I only did that and then I didn't have anything else I went back to Scott's house where I had everything else um, so I could give it all at once maybe when I get back there I'll be able to get the key from between the thing I did another at least 15 minutes and finally I found it and it was way under there I don't know how it got so under the seat cushion even once I identified it, it was hard to get it out of there because I had big hands and it was a small space. So terrible. Okay, cool. At least I have two out of the four things that I need to give him. And oh, the day before I had to go into church to do something and I left the key in the door because I'm a dum-dum and someone good happened to see it and texted the pastor. Hey, Did you mean to leave this out here? Oh no, I think that was Tommy, let me call him. He was obviously mad that I left the key in there and anyone could've walked in and stole whatever they wanted. And it was advertised that it was unlocked because the fricking key was in there. So I understood that the girl who found it gave the key to Scott because (laughs) he was already there instead of me going there for a special trip and then coming back for the key, which In retrospect, I would have done just to get it under control fully. But Scott's going to have it, and he'll be home. So what's the difference? It's just so much simpler that way. So I knew the key was at the church with Scott, and Scott was at the church. Fast forward to the day that I lost the home key. I can't have two mess-ups in a row about keys in two days. That would would just make me look irresponsible and not trustworthy. And I felt so stupid that the key—how did the key— Get in between there that's so stupid i literally pushed it in there because i didn't grab it well enough and my car is a mess at this point and it still is i still need to get that under control because i don't have a lot of room in scott's house so i have to leave i have to leave stuff in my car unless i want to clutter up his house so it's a delicate balance that i'm trying to strike up anyway it's gonna be time for me to leave soon dude I got to open mic tonight. So when I finally got the, the key to his house from under the cushion, now I just need to get the credit card from in here. And I go to where I know I set down the credit card and it's not there. And so I flip my room upside down. Where is this? It has to be somewhere here. And it's not there. Okay, this is terrible. At least I have three out of the four things. And so I get to church I say, hey, can I get the key that you got yesterday? Oh, yeah, let me get it out of my car. And his car is even more of a tornado than mine. At least mine is in boxes and stuff, mostly. But his is loose papers and everything, blah, blah, blah. I keep blah, blah, blahing, but I'm trying to get this concise and into your earlobes already. And he can't find the key. I don't know where it is, man, blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 again. (laughs) It's my new um, I guess. So he says... Here, take my copy of the key, make another copy, and then give me my copy back. So I have to take another trip to Home Depot to get the key copied. And I got two copies because it's never bad to have more copies in my head. So I bring him his copy back, I keep the one, and then I prepare to give the pastor the other one. And now that I have that in control and I know the only thing that I don't have is a credit card. And then I have to explain to him that the key looks different now because it's a copy. I had to tell him the the copied key. I didn't tell him that I lost his house key briefly because that just seemed very unnecessary. <laughs> so I texted this to him. I said, the credit card, I have it somewhere. But I would say, make sure that there's no unauthorized purchases on there and maybe freeze it for now. But I have the two keys in... Everything else was taken care of. And then he calls me. He says, you're kidding, right? And I said, about which part? And I was kidding about no parts. So I don't know why I asked that. And then he got mad that I made an extra copy. I don't want extra copies floating around. Okay, I understand that. But just keep the extra copy close to you. Just keep it in your house somewhere. I didn't say that, but I was just like, okay. Okay. I was just trying to feel diplomatic and robotic. Yes, I hear you. I fixed it. There's nothing else I could really do right now. This is what happened. That kind of deal. And then he said, and the credit card, you're going to find that, right? You're going to find it. And I just said, yes. <laughs> because what am I supposed to say? Uh, I don't know, sir. I just, I don't know where it is. I looked everywhere, but I I I know I have it somewhere. So I just said, yes. And then... He called Scott and freaked out on him for the key. I guess he also mentioned the credit card thing. Scott was like, oh yeah, I have the credit card. So I should have just asked him, but I had no recollection of him having the card or that it would even be possible for him to have the card. As soon as he said that, though, I <laughs> I had the memory of giving him the card. And then once I gave him the card, I wiped away anything about the card because I knew it wasn't my responsibility anymore. And that's why I couldn't remember where it was other than the place that I put it earlier before I gave it to him. So that was crazy. And so I went back to Scott's again and got the card and then finally I had everything. I felt like Thanos having the five gems finally, or six, I guess, yeah, six. But anyway, (laughs) but I only had four, I was thumbless. (laughs) I finally dropped them all off and then I got to finally see my parents, but that was just a crazy day and I felt super stressed and it wasn't fun. And it was mostly my fault. A lot of it could have been avoided if I'd been more organized and remembered more things and all that stuff. So that's some of the stuff, the little stuff that you get caught up with instead of doing podcast stuff. I guess it's an excuse, but it's not a good excuse. I could always do this at night or something when I'm, but I'm tired at night, you know? And then, the week my parents were in town, I did an open mic, and my parents came with some of their friends. So they brought six people, and then also, for some reason, my girl's parents wanted to see me <laughs> perform that night, too. So I had 15 people that were there just because of me. I had all the things on my plate, plus my parents were in town, so anytime I wasn't with my girl, I would have to be with my parents, because that's what you do. So I had zero time to prepare. I had, not zero, I'm sorry. I had only one day to prepare, the day of. So not even a full day. So I only did about four and a half minutes of material, which you have about nine minutes to do whatever you want. Because people do three songs, and songs are about three minutes-ish. I usually do about six minutes, since I had not a lot of time to prepare and memorize the stuff that i was preparing i only did that much time and i don't remember at all why i brought that up or why i thought that was significant in any way (sighs) but they seemed to really enjoy the four and a half minutes that i did so that was good but it was so high level stress (laughs) because there's so many people mixing in together and I had to worry about them, and then I had to worry about me. It's like the thing with Pete and my girl dating, or Pete and my girl meeting at the open mic, but times a million. So that ended up being really fun and really fulfilling, but it was extra scary, but I'm glad I did it. Whew, so hot. So hot in here. I guess that's it for now. I'm really excited for the Steelers season, and just football season in general. I hope I get to watch a lot of that, and I hope it doesn't ruin any of my relationships or my work life because that kind of dominated my life. Last year, it didn't really matter work-wise. You could always work more and harder, but I didn't have any pressing things that I missed out on that I'm aware of because of football. I guess that's not true because, you know, any obvious things that I missed out on because you could always be writing more scripts or doing more podcasts or whatever, but it really... (laughs) I feel it strained my last relationship because I spent so much time watching that stuff and enjoying that. So I'd like for that not to be a strain. So hopefully I have the discipline to restrain from that whenever she wants attention. And Steelers are off limits. Obviously, I'm going to watch every Steelers everything, but I don't have to watch every single game. So boring. People could relate to that, though, because... Oh, I'm watching so much Kirby enthusiasm, by the way. I love that show. And the first few episodes were like, what is going on? But then now it's so good. And I said that because I said something. I feel like Larry David at the end there. Who knows? And people could relate to that because everyone has something in their life, whether it's YouTube or sports or I don't know. What else do people do? <laughs> I don't know. Either of those two things, entertainment, whatever, can get in the way of a relationship and you think it's not a big deal and you can stop whenever you want, but then you don't even realize you're prioritizing that over someone you love so much. And so I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to, so don't even worry about it. That's it, I guess. This is the first inaugural In Touch With Tommy. And I hope to talk to you guys soon again. Hope this made you think it made me sweat and keep in touch.